Hi, welcome to the Parkinson Vitality Project podcast, a place for open and honest discussion about how to intentionally live, move, and thrive with Parkinson's disease. I'm your host, Anne Gould, owner of Envision Physical Therapy and Wellness, where I specialize in helping people with Parkinson's live their fullest lives. Let's dive into today's episode. Today's podcast is about finding your tribe and the importance of finding community. Humans were designed to be social creatures. We always seek to identify with a group. A lot of times we'll describe ourselves based on our nationality, where we live, the high school or university that we attended, or our religion, amongst other types of ways to describe ourselves. And we tend to relate better with those who are similar to us. People who have similar experiences, maybe who are in the same profession, or sometimes we just enjoy similar sports. And one of the strongest capacities of a social creature is the ability to communicate, both verbally and non-verbally. The American psychologist Rollo May said, communication leads to community. That is to understanding and mutual valuing. When you're diagnosed with Parkinson's, it can change how you communicate and relate with your environment. Have you ever felt like you don't fit in because of your Parkinson's? Or that it's difficult to get out of the house so you just stay there all the time alone? Parkinson's can also affect your motivation, makes you not want to go out, and it can affect your voice. People can have trouble hearing you or understanding you because of your Parkinson's. Another symptom of Parkinson's is facial masking. What that means is you don't uh, change your expression when you're speaking. That can make it difficult for you to show emotion and for other people to understand the emotions that you're feeling. In other words, Parkinson's can be very isolating. Believe it or not, loneliness can have an impact on how your Parkinson's progresses. Dr. Laura Mishley is a naturopathic doctor who researches how nutrients are correlated with faster or slower progressions of Parkinson's. She developed the Pro-PD scale, which is a scale that helps to correlate measures of quality of life and disease severity. At the World Parkinson's Conference, this past year, she presented on her research and and presented that she found that if you answered true to the statement, I am lonely, that is the single largest predictor of the rate of your Parkinson's progression. Feeling lonely can actually counteract the benefits of regular exercise. Conversely, answering true to the statement, I have a lot of friends, is correlate with a better course of Parkinson's in the long run. One thing to realize about communities is that not all communities are equal. You want to find the right community for you. If you're in the good community, you're going to feel supported and you're going to want to move forward. The wrong community can make you feel more isolated. You want to find a group that's stable, one that has consistency and provides help. If you find a support group that doesn't meet consistently, they may not be there for you when you need them. For example, if it's a Facebook group, you want a moderator or a group of administrators who will help enforce ground rules and make sure that everyone is treated with respect. Another thing to look at is the member attitudes. Is everyone in the group complaining without offering hope or solutions? Is that something that you really need in your life? Do the members encourage each other? Are people open and authentic with their sharing? You want to feel supported and in a safe place where you can also be open and authentic when you're having a bad day. Another thing to think about is the group size and location. What size group are you more comfortable with? Some people like being in a larger group and interacting with a lot of people, while others like being with just a few people that they feel they can get to know better. Do you prefer an online group to an in-person group? And what format does your group take? 
Do they have regular meetings where a specific topic is discussed at each meeting? Or would you prefer a group with a more open agenda where you can go and talk about whatever you feel you need to that day? Is the group led by a healthcare professional or by a member of the community? If it's an online community, does the setup facilitate discussion? For example, is the online platform easy to use, easy to find posts and respond to them? You also want to find a group that has a reasonable set of guidelines that are fairly enforced. You want a defined set of what is and is not acceptable behavior for the group and a modulator who is able to enforce those rules. You also want to think about the privacy of the group. If the group is online, is it a public group that anyone can see? Or is it a private group that only the members of the group can see? One thing to consider is, do they have a guideline that anything said in the group stays in the group? If the group is in person, then another, that's another thing to consider. Is there a standing policy that what's said in the group stays in the group? Finally, does the community offer features that are important to you? Are you looking for education on about new concepts or ways to look up for information? Or are you looking for recommendations about products or classes that might be closer to you? There are lots of different types of communities. You can always continue to engage in your own community that you've always been a part of. Again, this could be a religious organization, a hobby-based community, or simply your neighborhood. If you're feeling like people aren't understanding your Parkinson's, it may be helpful to give them some information about what you're going through so that they better understand how they can support you on your journey. Another option is to find a Parkinson-specific support group. It can be helpful to find a support group so that you can relate to people who are having similar experiences to you. There are a lot of places that you can look for support groups. A couple of places you can look are the National Parkinson Foundation, which also has local chapters, or the American Parkinson's Disease Association. If you can't find any closer to you in those lists, you can always check with local hospitals or with your neurologist who may have ideas of more locally based support groups. The Michael J. Fox Foundation and Davis Finney Foundation are also online programs that can help you find groups. There are also some support groups online, for example on Facebook, through Neurotalk, or through Caring.com that you might find helpful. Jean Vignier said, One of the marvelous things about community is that it enables us to welcome and help people in a way we couldn't as individuals. I'd like to leave you with one thing you can do today to enhance your well-being. Think about the communities that are currently in your life and how you can better engage in them. If you don't think these current communities are meeting your needs, start seeking out a new group who you think can make you feel welcome and supported. And finally, try reaching out to one person today and making a connection. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining me this week on the Parkinson's Vitality Project podcast. New episodes are released every other Wednesday, so make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you never miss a show. You can also follow me on social media at the links posted in the show notes. Thanks again. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and shouldn't be used as personalized medical advice.